Hey, stranger. <laughs> Hello to everyone listening. My name is Thraya. This is the Hey Stranger podcast. And before we start, let me set the scene for you. I'm currently sitting in a chair at my local park, which also happens to be one of the biggest tourist attractions in my city. Across from me is an empty chair, and on today's and every episode, that empty chair will be filled one by one by people of different backgrounds, mindsets, and walks of life. The only criteria is that they are a stranger. Hey everyone, Thraya here. This week's episode is a little bit different again, but in a very exciting way. I decided to take myself out of the equation this week, and instead of having me meet a stranger, I'm having two strangers meet each other without seeing each other. I really want to emphasize that part because I think it really changes, it's going to change your perception on the entire project. As you're listening, just remember that these two strangers do not know what the other person looks like because they're sitting back to back. It also makes it that much more exciting for when I drop the video on my YouTube channel this Friday. Make sure to check it out. I challenge them to get to know each other as deeply as possible within 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how much time they had. And I also gave them some questions that I love asking strangers to guide them along the way. You'll be meeting two sets of strangers on this episode. The first half will be the first two strangers who are sitting back to back having a conversation. And I'll come in about halfway for the transition to let you know when the second set of strangers are going to start their conversation. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you thought, hopefully under a five-star review. Um, yeah, let's let's get into it. I'm excited for you guys to listen to this. Hi there, uh, my name's Devin. Hi Devin, um, my name's Serena. Nice to meet you. Do you want to dive into some of these questions? Sure, let's get started. Okay, who's the one stranger you still remember? Okay, I got a good one for that. Okay. A couple of years ago, I was working at Walmart mm-hmm. and this nice old lady came. She was ringing me up. This job was miserable. Every day was hell. Just dealing with people who didn't think you were human and you just had to follow uh-huh. the script to just to speak to them. Uh-huh. And there was this yeah. one nice old lady who just read my name tag and said, you have the most beautiful name. And it just it melted my heart. Uh-huh. I've never been called beautiful before like that. Even if it's just my name, it's just oh. heart melting, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that is beautiful. It's a beautiful memory. How about yeah. you? I would say... The one that's coming off the top of my head is um, my older sister was working at the Grammys like last year and I was kind of her tag along. Like I got to go backstage to rehearsals, which was a really cool experience. I'd never done that before. And there were some dancers that were about to get on the stage um, to rehearse their like final number, I guess. And um, everybody was just like walking in a line, you know, mm-hmm. rushing to the stage. And there was one of them that literally stepped out of the line, stepped back, and he just looked up in like awe at where he was. And you could just, I don't know, it was like when he did that, it was like everything stood still. And I was like roped into that moment with him because I could just tell that he was so proud of himself. And he was just like literally taking in the moment that you know could have been life-changing for him and I have no idea who that was but I still remember like that emotion that he was carrying it's really beautiful 
It's like a movie moment. Wow. Yeah, it was like cinematic. I was like, whoa. I was like, is anyone else seeing this? Because <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was powerful. Do you have an idea of where you want to be in the future, or who you want to be? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, and I don't know if you relate to this, but I feel like I've been walking around like in a shell a little bit and then the like the real version of me is like waiting for me to give her permission to just show up and show out you know definitely yeah <laughs> with everything i want to do and i just i realize and i've been thinking about this a lot i'm like wow it's really no one can make that possible except for me definitely yeah i think i've definitely been trying to be more authentic with myself too mm -hmm. and it's hard to do that all the time it's being yourself 100% of the time, it's so easy to just slip into like, just, you know, just go with the movements and yeah. kind of lose yourself. For trying, sure. Trying to stay grounded in yourself is definitely something that takes practice, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it's something I'm like, it's, it's crazy because I feel like really like, I think there's a, I think there's a slim margin of people who really are just naturally like that, where like they've never maybe been conditioned to like show up as anything except for themselves if that mm -hmm. makes sense yeah but i feel like for the rest of it for the rest of us it's kind of like that remembering you know yeah and definitely. like is there anything you want to vent about hmm i think i'm just ready for school to be done yeah it's exhausting i've got the mcat to think about because i want to get into medical school eventually and it's just yeah the schedule just keeps getting stacked higher and higher. It's overwhelming sometimes. And mm -hmm. just, being able to just say that definitely does kind of make it easier to realize that it might be hard and it might be a lot, but it's still in the future and it's not now. So mm -hmm. until, it until it becomes now, it shouldn't be something I have to worry about. Yeah, but that's a great point. It's just frustrating that it's always in my mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, school is a lot of pressure and I feel like people forget that. Like, I was so stressed. I was so stressed out when I was a student. You know, don't forget to take care of yourself how you can in between those those moments, too, because I feel like that's something we forget about sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you want to vent about? Um, I would say this is a little bit, I guess, left field, but I feel like this is just what's on my mind. So I'm Native American. I grew up on a reservation and I feel like um, I feel like something I'm trying to do more is just be a voice for those people and help people be a little bit more aware about the land that they're living on, the history behind it, and about you know people in our own country amongst a lot of things happening right now and a lot of issues we have to face just remembering to be inquisitive about you know where america comes from and about honoring those cultural legacies um so i feel like that's something i vent about a lot to <laughs> to my friends and people close to me or you know what i think about so i would recommend that everybody look up what native land they're on currently and do a little bit of research about that because uh, i think it's really important and there's people on reservations today that um, have a lot more disparities in 
healthcare and schooling and mental health and alcoholism, yeah. obesity, all, anything you can name, basically, like we need more support. So I would say that's something that I'm always available to vent about. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a very noble effort. That's incredible. Thank Good you. Luck with that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I think it, I think it's important, and you know. A lot of people don't know about it or they never met someone from that background. So, yeah, I try to, you know, break that first little barrier to bring in that curiosity. Well, thank you for talking with me. Yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah, thank you, too. Okay, I'm gonna, okay. okay I'm gonna interrupt here real quick before you guys turn around and meet. I want you to take turns saying something kind about the other person. And also, just for fun, take a guess on what right. you think they look like. For instance, their hair, their outfit, and stuff like that. Uh, you have a very nice voice. We can start with that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're very sophisticated. And you're definitely you seem very well spoken. And you, every answer you gave, you know, there was no humming and hawing. You just gave the answer straightforward. You just thought it up and knew exactly what to say. It's, I respect that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think. You seem very genuine, and I feel like you seem very calm. Like, you give off this really calm, cool, collected energy. But also, I can tell that you're very caring. You. I feel like that shines through in your answers, you know? I feel like you, it's apparent that you're thinking about other people. Like you said, your mom, your brother, your friends. Um, how you think about your, I think your coach you said, like I think that's, that all shines through your character. So it's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. What's next, what we look like? Uh, yeah. Guessing you have dark hair. You said you were Native American, so guessing features maybe along those lines to some degree. Uh, guessing you dress pretty nicely. You went to the Grammy, so you probably, you probably know how to dress well in, <laughs> in nice places uh i feel like you're probably like dirty blonde maybe maybe a little bit tan i feel like you probably dress kind of cool and casual you might be wearing like i don't know a t-shirt and like maybe some type of like khaki shorts or maybe like a button down, something like that. I might be way off. <laughs> <laughs> Closer than you think, that's pretty surprising. Okay, <laughs> all right. Okay, perfect. Um, so now just stay there and I'm going to set up the cameras for when you turn and meet face to face. All right, so whenever you're ready, you can go ahead and turn around. Hello. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. <laughs> I like your glasses. Thank you. Yeah. And your mask. It's cool. Thank you. You are pretty well dressed. Got that right. Yeah, you kind of got the... I was wrong about the khakis. Up. You're just like more like sophisticated too. It surprised cool. you the hair color. I can't believe you guessed that. Yeah, I was thinking so you were talking about like the Nordic kind of mm. Scandinavian. I was thinking, okay. That's a good catch. Maybe blonde. Cool. But really like good luck with everything you're doing thank you you too i think you're on the right you're on the right path thank you it's exciting yeah you're definitely you're on the right track too i definitely yeah. support what you're doing okay i gotta run because my mom's ready to go for her next 
Okay, guys, we are halfway through the podcast. I hope you enjoyed meeting the first two strangers on today's episode, and I hope you'll enjoy meeting the next two as well. Hi, nice to meet you. Hi, you said your name was. Yes, that's correct. Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> what are you doing in Balboa Park today? Um, I actually came here on a whim uh, with my boyfriend. It's my birthday today. <gasps> Happy birthday! Thank you. <laughs> my gosh. Um, yeah. how about you? That's funny. I actually came on a whim today too. I, I live like nearby, mm-hmm. and uh, I wanted to go to the art museum because I have passes, oh, and yeah. it's closed. So I was <laughs> like, all right, I guess I'll just read my book. Okay, my turn to pick a question. Okay. What's one thing you wish you had said? I think I would have wanted to like talk to my my grandpa more, mm-hmm. my dad's dad, the one that recently passed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I really wanted to just to tell him how much I appreciated him mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. What about you? What's one thing you wish you'd said? I wish I had said no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wish I had said no a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when I was uh, younger and when I was in college, there were sometimes um, I um, like I wish I had more clearly said no when I knew I didn't want to do something. I knew I didn't want to, you know, have sex with this person. Yeah. I knew I didn't want to. But I didn't really say no because that was going to cause more trouble than just going along with it yeah so i wish i had said no a little bit more yeah and i wish i wouldn't have been afraid to just get up and leave you know? i mm-hmm yep i absolutely hundred thousand percent relate to that yeah. i know yeah yeah well it's hard you know in the moment it is really hard especially because like you want to keep this person as a friend you don't want to cause any yeah. drama you don't want to you know you don't want to rock the boat but yeah. saying no shouldn't rock the boat yeah it, it shouldn't just getting up and leaving you shouldn't should, be. I know, yeah but um it can be tough like yeah. maybe that guy was like really popular and cool and you know as much as i would like to not support those social constructs i think it's still something in the back of your head and, uh, you know, you're like, well, it's probably just, you know, better to, I don't know, pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, you know, I, I guess I, I like in the moment looking back like, at it. Yeah, well, sure. I didn't, I didn't like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't like I, I didn't want to say no, no. Like, I, right. it was fine. Right. Like, you know. Yeah, definitely. That's crazy. I it's insane to me how many women have been there yeah and gone through it well you know it's not like I I just didn't say I didn't say I did not say no no no, mm-hmm. no. Hey, hang on sorry you said I, I wouldn't classify it as um rave because girl <laughs> I I didn't you know yeah. I didn't say no um, I was just kind of like indifferent about it, but I just wish yeah. I had said no, yeah. you know, no, so I, it's not like any, it's not like any big drama, but it is uh, something I think back on, like, I didn't, I didn't need to do that. I didn't want to do that, but I, I feel like we've lived the same life in that <laughs> exact sentiment, like uh, exactly like it wasn't, well, you know, it wasn't rape and like, I didn't, you know, I didn't really like, I didn't say no, you know, it wasn't like right, he was holding right. me down or anything, exactly. But it, exactly. It, 
it wasn't something you wanted to do. He wasn't being malicious about it, you know. He but he was trying Here's to take advantage of me. But I mean, yeah. technically, he was. But, but he was <laughs> because he was doing it emotionally. Sure. Maybe not physically, but absolutely. That's know, actually a was, great point. I didn't even consider that. Like yeah. he was emotionally taking advantage of yeah. me because I was like, well, it's probably better for me to not say anything or not cause trouble. Or, mm-hmm. You want to hear something funny? I do want to hear something funny. After that happened, because I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Um, I got a uh, high five and we're still going to be friends, right? <laughs> yep. You're kidding. No, I'm not. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you got a high five? Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. No, I got it. I got it. All right. Um, I'm going to go to bed now. We're still friends, right? Oh my God. He didn't even let you sleep over. No, he, <laughs> you want to hear, I'll tell the full story. I don't even care. <laughs> I'll say his name. Fuck him. Um, but I, like, seriously, I, I don't talk to him anymore. He's an asshole. But so um, I was hanging out in my room watching Phantom of the Opera, as I do, because I love Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. Um, <laughs> side, side detail didn't really need to be said. Oh, cute dog. Um, and I got a text. Hey, you want to come up here? I'm really drunk. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, because he was very much the type that I would have to babysit mm-hmm. when he was drunk. Go up there. Come sit on the bed with me. Uh, mind you, his room was rank. It smelled oh, so disgusting. Oh, God, aren't disgusting. they all? <laughs> Here's the thing. Not my current boyfriend's. He creeps his That's how you tidy. know. That's how you That's know. That's why I was like, yes, yes, sir. But anyway, back to this ass hot. Um, he was like, you know, pushing my hand down and all that shit that women know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really don't want to. Like, I got to go to bed. Like, what about so-and-so, which is a girl he was talking to at the time i told her i didn't like her that like we're not even talking anymore da, 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 whatever don't worry about her don't worry about her and i was me and her were friends. already like me I and her so. yeah me and her were really close friends at the time um oh you know we're not even talking da, 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 whatever and i was like okay fine i guess so whatever happened hey let's go see if da da is awake like i want to smoke it's like i want to go to bed please yeah. <laughs> thank you um said okay we're not gonna tell anyone about this we're still gonna be friends right high five go to bed god i was the one who told my friend about it because i was like i feel so like guilty like it's it's hard because i want to blame myself for like you know doing it and and like not being a good friend to her right and then you know but i also felt like i had the responsibility to tell her and to be the one who was like you know hey he kind of did this to me and he was he was in a fraternity he still is don't get me started on the greek system but (laughs) i was in it too don't worry (laughs) you were in it yeah really yes i was i was in alpha delta pi oh nice yeah my mom was a zeta okay so i tried to rush zeta and i realized that girls aren't as nice as they were in sorority they're not no they (laughs) used to my sorority actually had really nice girls that's why i chose them but other sorority girls were just terrible Yeah. yeah but yeah, I was like, you know, ooh. So I know exactly what you what you're feeling and saying when you say that. And it wasn't honestly, looking back on it, I don't blame me for it because mm-hmm. I don't think I should. You shouldn't blame yourself. Like I, I did it because I wanted to be nice. Yeah, and it turned well, out it was even, sexual assault. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was even better of you is that you went to your friend about it, and you you didn't want her to yeah. be in the dark about that and. Yeah, I think that you opened up that communication line about it, and I think that was really important. Yeah. Okay, do you want to pick a question? I think I picked the last one. 
I was just going to ask. I don't remember. <laughs> um, what was the kindest thing someone's done for you? That's a tough one. Do you have, a, do you have an answer to it while I think? Um, I do. Um, I think the kindest thing someone's done for me was I think something my boyfriend did and it wasn't like just one act of kindness. I think it was him just willing to be with me and work with me and love me throughout like my healing process of like um like my eating disorder and really bad like depression kind of era mm -hmm. um and that's like when we started dating too so i really had no faith that anyone would be able to like love me let alone love me enough to be able to like want to help me through it you know yeah no i, I totally understand like who would yeah. love me like this you yeah know? um yeah, yeah. I, i've definitely been there too and i i felt that way after my one of my biggest rejections i was telling you about yeah. that that guy i was like who, who would love me you know like yeah. so i feel that that's a that's very feel like i want to say that you know that is um like noble of him but it shouldn't be considered that noble yeah i think that you know that should be a standard yeah and that should be something that you know anyone with a good good yeah. heart or even just like as a human being should be willing to help you with yeah well, i realized uh, the bar was so low when he's like so doing low. basic things and i was like oh my god oh my god you're so, what a man like he's like he doesn't follow any um like of those Instagram models or stuff on Instagram. I'm, oh my God. Oh my God. Wow. Like he doesn't wow. objectify women. <gasps> the bar you know? is so low. Yeah. I mean, now so I'm just like, <laughs> it's funny. Um, but yeah. And it's, it's so, it's insanely low. So I'm lucky I found someone who's above the bar, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I think it's I know the kindest kind of thing <laughs> that someone's ever done for me. Yeah. Uh, it was actually my father hmm. and it was, um, maybe this isn't like ever, but this was something that I appreciate to this day. Um, I was going through a really hard time after graduation mm -hmm. and I was college or high school. Sorry. Uh, college. college. No, okay. good question. Um, you know, I had just moved out of, which is, yeah. you know, just a friend, every friend you have is within a square mile of yeah. you. So I was, I had just left that and I couldn't get a job anywhere. Um, in the field that I wanted and I was living with my dad and I, I was just spiraling into a depression and mm -hmm. um, I had like just a lot of weight on me and um, not like physically but like you know I just had like a lot of baggage mm -hmm. and my dad could tell that there was you know something off and yeah. so he I, I asked him to come talk with me and I kind of unloaded about mm -hmm. everything and but what I told him about the most was like dad I don't like my body mm -hmm. I have I have felt this way since I saw my second grade picture and I had these like like bits of like I don't know they're like fat mm -hmm. like in my armpits and mm -hmm. it just I could never wear a halter top because it always you know just <laughs> exacerbated halter tops were that. designed by men right I, they don't look good on anyone <laughs> 
So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you think that. Anyway, so I, I told him kind of like my insecurities. I said, dad, I've never liked the size of my chest. Mm-hmm. This has always been an issue for me. And all I've ever wanted is just boobs. Yeah. To be honest. And he said, okay. Um, so what, what do you want? What do you want to do about that? I said, dad, I want to get, I want to get my breasts done. Mm -hmm. I want an augmentation and I want, um, you know, like to let them to lipo, liposuction, the like little, like that one specific area of my body that I don't like. It's so Mm -hmm. small. He's like, well, nobody can tell. I'm like, that's not the point. I can tell. I can tell. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel self-conscious when I don't fill out a shirt. And when I have these, like what feels like should have gone into my breast tissue. Yeah. Um, and so he said, okay, when do you want to do it? And I said, well, I would, I would like to, you know, see a lot of different doctors and do a lot of different research. Mm -hmm. Um, but he gave me the money for it first. He, he, I told him, you know, it was obviously, um, an agreement that I was going to pay him back, but he was so supportive. He drove me to my appointment. He, um, and he just had the cash in his safe and he said, here you go. Here's. (laughs) $7,500. $7,500. Um, yeah. And I, I created a payment schedule for him and everything. And I actually had it paid off in two months. But oh, wow. I just thought it was the kindest thing in the world for yeah. him to not only, like, not try and talk me out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like most listen. fathers would do. You'd be like, oh, you're perfect the way that you are. Yeah. He kind of, like, took everything that I was saying into consideration and mm-hmm. said, how can I help you? How can I support you? Yeah. And that was just really kind. And he just enabled me to do that. And I just think that was a super kind thing that sticks out in my mind. Yeah. Well, you know, it's so funny that you say that. It's, oh, it's crazy because I got my breasts reduced. You I did? got a breast reduction. Yeah. Um, I got it done when I was a senior in high school because um, wow. I was just sick of them. It's, they were like... I mean, I'm. It's weird. Like I, I, fe- I was never told I was like disproportionate or anything, mm-hmm. but I felt disproportionate. Yeah, I just, I did not. I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like my body. I felt like I could never, you know, <laughs> I could never get shirts that would actually fit me because my boobs wouldn't fit in them. Yeah, they would be, you know, like. And I'm sure you were hypersexualized all the time oh, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that from the get-go, and I, I kind of put on this facade when I was in high school of like this tough like bad bitch like don't try and come at me da 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 mm-hmm. like secretly you know I, I i wanted affection i wanted attention from guys and girls you know absolutely um but yeah definitely it was it was the attention was always sexual never like romantic or yeah anything but yeah i got a breast reduction um it was actually covered by insurance which is really cool um great surgeon i Anyone, anyone I know who's like, I want a breast reduction. I'm like, do it. It's so worth it. If you get a surgeon that's going to get you to be like proportionate for your size. Cause I was actually, I wanted to be smaller than what I am right now. Cause you know, the whole body dysmorphia thing. I was like, <laughs> I want to be as small as possible. Um, and, and, and I'm not. And I, she, she flat out was like, we're not taking you down as small as we said we were. Cause it looks better this way. And it does. And it do. And I love them. Yeah, absolutely. Anything to make you feel better. I always tell people, you know, if you want to get them reduced, if you want to get them, Mm -hmm. you know, if you, if you think that something's going to make you feel better, then do it. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how much confidence I gained just from, you know, and I didn't go very big at all. I (laughs) I went to a doctor who said, we're going to make this look as natural as possible. And I was like, perfect. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, 
I think if it's going to make you feel better, do it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's something I hope my kids one day mm-hmm. think about, you know, actually want to do. Do you want kids? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about this a lot. And um, just know that as I say this, I have an entire, like, notes list on my iPhone of, like, baby names. Baby names? Uh-huh. Yeah. I have a name picked out. <laughs> I have, I, I've got, almost got one for one each letter of the alphabet, depending oh, on the last name. <laughs> oh, that's so smart. Oh, so my gosh. Stupid. That's so smart. <laughs> okay. So the answer is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to have kids. Yeah. I Good answer. <laughs> I really don't know. And me being 25, I don't think I need to know right now. Yeah. Um, and there's also the question of like, do I want to birth my own children when, mm-hmm. you know, there's adoptions that I feel like should be taking place instead, you know? Yeah. And I don't know <clears throat> if like, I am so proud of my own genes that I need to have my own genes yes. be my child, yes. you know? So I feel like, it just might be more beneficial to, um, you know, adopt. And I feel like I'm, I'm going mm-hmm. to love that child the same way. Yeah. Um, I think that, I don't know, it's, it's a really tough question. I've thought about it a lot. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I feel like that's such a huge, huge commitment. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm nowhere near ready to make that decision. I have a cat right now. Oh, and uh, he is my child. And... Um, I don't know. I don't know if I want kids. What scares me the most is just like you are responsible for creating a good person. You're responsible for molding them into a like member of society who is kind. And like, I think for me, what I really want my children or, you know, my kid, if I do have a kid, even my dogs, you know, (laughs) I want them to be kind. Yes. I want them to be empathetic. I want them to know how to recognize their feelings and recognize other people's feelings. Yes. Because I think that's so valuable and something that Americans, you know, like people, Americans, you know, more specifically, like really just miss and skip over and they don't learn emotional intelligence. They don't learn how to just be kind, you know, because they're not expected to. That's not how you make money. That's not how you, you know, succeed in America. You don't succeed in America by donating charity mm-hmm. or or you know giving what you can to people who need it you know that's a great point it actually reminds me of this segment i was listening to on npr oh love NPR. um yeah so it was about this woman who was having a terrible time raising her daughter yeah and she was just going through like the the terrible twos terrible threes yep. and um she went to i can't remember what country it was and it's really going to irritate me it was either I want to say it was in Africa, a country in Africa. Oh, wow. Um, and so she went there for, I think it was, um, I'm not sure why she went there. But she noticed how a lot of the mothers were parenting mm-hmm. their children. And it was just the opposite of yeah. what she had been, you know, um, taught through, like, all the baby books and mm-hmm. whatnot, the resources that we're given as Americans. Mm-hmm. She said that, you know, like, most of the time, the, the parents, you know, if the kid was throwing a tantrum, they would... Let them throw the tantrum, not respond to it really, mm-hmm. or only respond um, when absolutely needed. I yeah. think the, she wrote a book on this. I think it's called like Hunt Gather Parenting or something oh. like that. But when she was talking about it, it really made me think that raising kids is, you know, the way that you are parenting is 
also going to, you know, determine like what kind of person your kid's going to be. Yeah. And so like you were saying, like, it's your responsibility to create a good person. It's like, how do you do that on yeah. the first try? You know, it's yeah. not like you can have experience doing <laughs> this. So I think I might read her book if I ever uh, have a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. But maybe NPR will have like the story and um, I, I probably botched it, but it was a really good segment. <laughs> no, that, that's really intuitive. And a lot of the things about like, you know, emotional intelligence and kids and stuff I've learned from like TikTok, honestly. <laughs> um, and like, I see these parents who are like, oh, my kid is throwing a tantrum and here's what I did. Ooh, I bumped the mic. Um, like, here's what I did. Like, I recognize their feelings. And there's this one mom on, on TikTok who she, her kids are so emotionally intelligent she was talking about this one time her husband got frustrated and kind of like snapped and, you know, it was like her kid was like, I want something, I want something. And she, he was like, I'll get it later, you know, kind of snapping as, as parents do unintentionally. Um, and she was just kind of like, OK, so her kid like backed off. And then she went to the mom, who the one who's telling the story on TikTok and was like, I know that daddy was like, like he, he seemed like his tone seemed angry. But like what emotion was that? Mm hmm. And it was just like, she was just saying like, for her kid who she was like probably mm, four, five, six, I don't know, um, not good with kid ages. <laughs> um, and for her to just be like, what emotion was that? And recognize that there was an emotion behind it. It probably yeah. wasn't anger. Anger is secondary anger. emotion. Yes, it is. Yeah. You know, I learned that from my therapist. Yes. Oh, love therapy. <laughs> she makes she makes me dissect everything. I love it. Yes. <laughs> and I, I think it's really disappointing that our parents' generation thinks that you know therapy or you know is such a bad word. Yeah. It's a dirty word. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh gosh. It's, it's, I went I hate into the therapy, stigma around it. Yeah, I went into therapy thinking nothing was wrong with me. Literally, no, like. Like, I was like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, just talk to someone about it. There's so much more. There's me than there's so much more, you know. And yeah. uh, I actually did go for a reason. I, I went, like, after my uh, my big breakup last year. Yeah. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere, really caught me by surprise. Yeah. And um, so I went I went to a therapist. And at first I was doing it because he wanted to go, me to go to a therapist. He kind of said that, you know, like, we can talk about getting back together if you go see a therapist. Oh, I don't like that. So at first, like, my intentions were, you know, to, to for him, to get mm -hmm. him back. I mean, I loved him so yeah. much. I was absolutely blinded oh. by it, you know? Yeah. And then um, once I started talking to her, I realized that, you know, what, like, this... I don't, I don't think I need him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I need to do anything for him. Yeah. So That was um, really a blessing in disguise. It really was. I don't really like that was. he said you need to go to therapy for us to get back together. He really said that, girl. Oh. <laughs> he said you need counseling. If you think, if you're telling someone else to go to therapy, you need to go to therapy in the first place. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm a, that is, I'm, yeah. a, I'm not a big fan of that guy, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we actually met at work. Let me tell you oh. something. Never date anyone at work. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it actually worked out really well, but um, we w we were dating at work, and then um, we went into quarantine together, and I think he quit recently, so I never have to go back to the office and see him again once we do go back to the office. So that yeah. worked out pretty well. Yeah. I mean, other than the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, but I, I learned a lot from that relationship. Mm -hmm. And um, I think he got in a new one, like, pretty soon after we had broken up. And oh. I hope he learned, you know, something from our relationship that he can benefit in that one. Yeah. 
well, you can help, you know? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. only help. Yeah. <laughs> you are incredibly intelligent. I feel like you're wise beyond your years. You have an incredible outlook on life. You are someone I want to continue being friends with. Yeah. So I'm really glad that I got to meet you today. I'm really glad that this random woman walked up to me and <laughs> asked me to be a me part too. of her podcast. Um, yeah. And I think that you are going to do great things. And um, I think I will definitely come see you uh, as a sex therapist one day. <laughs> Thank you. I just, I honestly, where do I even start? You are so driven and you know exactly it just it comes across like you know exactly what you want and where you want to go in your life and your experiences have put you into a mindset where you know your worth you know and that's so powerful that's something that so many women struggle with especially now and i just think yeah i mean i i'm so glad like i got to meet you you're just so inspiring oh thank you so much yeah. i can't <laughs> tell you how much that means to me um I try not to let like words validate me, but yeah. that was, I have a tear coming like, to my oh. eye right now. And like I said, I'm not <laughs> impressed very easily. So thank you. I, I really appreciate those kind words. I mean it. Yeah. I really do. I don't, I don't give compliments unless I fully mean it. I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I think that's a great <laughs> thing to live by. <laughs> <laughs> and there's always something you can find out, you know, yeah, point exactly. out that you like about a person. But Okay. Yeah. I think you are wearing... You're sensible. You're probably wearing um, comfy pants, maybe maybe some Lulus. Oh. Um, I think you have a light jacket on. I think mm. you have uh, maybe like a witty t-shirt. <laughs> um, I think you might have brown hair. Okay. I think you have blue eyes. Mm -hmm. And I think you're a gorgeous person. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think... I agree with the, no, okay. I think you're wearing a comfortable pair of jeans um, and a nice shirt, not like a blouse or, or like a t-shirt, something nice but comfortable because you were here for a, a day at the art museum. Um, I think you're wearing shoes that you expected to walk in. I think you have like a tote bag with you too for your book. Um, I think you might have like dark blonde hair, um, medium length, yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, no, I want to see. Okay. Oh, wait, I'm so excited. <laughs> I need your phone number after this. Yes. <laughs> okay. I don't know which way to turn. Ah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so I'm not in sensible clothes. <laughs> well, neither am I, really. Yeah. Cute. But you are a gorgeous person. I forgot it was your birthday, so I should have known that you were wearing like a birthday outfit. You I look don't know adorable. If I... <laughs> Thank you. You look so cute. I you hope you go to the too. beach and I, you're not going to get sand in your shoes. Oh, yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> I'm so happy I got to talk to you today. Yeah, this, me too. This really made my day. I can't wait to tell everyone about it. I know, me too. I'm going to be like, Mom, Dad, guess what? Yeah. <laughs> I made a friend. <laughs> yes, I made a friend. It's so hard to make friends now. It's really hard to make yeah. friends now. You know, especially because, like, you can't really, like, go out and stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, I'm going to put on my face mask. And that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Again, let me know what you thought. Hopefully under a five-star review, maybe under a YouTube comment. Either one, I'd greatly appreciate. And 
yeah, I love you guys. I also want to note that I took every safety precaution possible. I made sure that we were well over six feet apart, probably about 10 feet. And everything was sanitized after each individual went. The microphone, the headphones, the seats, the tripods, anything you could think of that they could have, they might have possibly touched. And also remember that the video version to this podcast will be dropped on my YouTube channel this Friday. So make sure to check that out. You could find me if you search my name, Thoraya, T-H-O-R-A-Y-A on YouTube. And I'll also have my YouTube linked in the description of this podcast episode. I guess that's it. Thank you guys so much. I love you all. And I'll see you at the end of the week on my YouTube channel. And we'll meet again here on the podcast next Tuesday.